Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. So, where's your pop culture happy place, guys? 651-641-1071. That's the question we're asking in the second hour of the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Hey, by the way, while we're waiting for your call and uh, while we're waiting for Holly to tell us why we're asking that question today, I do want to remind you that you have the opportunity to visually and orally, that's A U R A L. L-Y, right? I spell that right? Um, participate in Project Down and Dirty Classic Radio Drama by heading over to mytalk1071.com because of a wonderful contribution from David uh, from First Equity. Uh, we are able to release the visual experience of Project Down and Dirty Classic Radio Drama so you can see us perform a classic radio drama. But that audio version is also available wherever you get your podcasts and right there from our website, mytalk1071.com. I just wanted to give listeners a heads up. Holly, why are we asking listeners to share their pop culture happy place? And what is a pop culture happy place? Well, I was inspired to ask this question because Michael J. Fox is on the cover of the latest People magazine and he has a new book out. And he's talking about the darkest time in his life. So Michael J. Fox living with a Parkinson's diagnosis. He goes into how he had a tumor on his back. He broke his arm. He was dealing with Parkinson's syndrome symptoms. And it was a really dark time in his life. Mm. And he was like, usually I'm optimistic this time. He said, Parkinson's, my back, my arm. He said, the misery index was moving up. And he said, you know, how can I get through this? Well, Michael J. Fox got through this really dark time, he says, by watching TV reruns, especially game shows from the 70s. Oh, okay. And I was like, Michael J. Fox, I get you. Because sometimes when the going gets tough, the tough go to Charles Nelson Riley. It's totally <laughs> seventy six. It's totally relatable. And I was like, surely we all have that thing that we go to in popular culture, our happy place, our soothing place, our healing place, uh, you know, metaphorically, maybe even literally. So six five one six four one one oh seven one, what's that place for you? There's so many places I don't even know where to begin. We were talking a little bit about this in the lead up to the show, but give us a call and while we're waiting and Grant, dr- jump in. Yeah. yeah. I, well, going off of Michael J. Fox there with the game shows, for me, I throw on 
Wow, Wheel of Fortune constantly at night, even if I'm not doing something or cooking, because as a kid, my mom would always have it on when she was cooking or something, and oh. I'd be doing homework. So every time I hear like the do 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 or things like that, like it just brings back that nostalgic feeling of just being at home. So I'm with him on that. And my other thing is definitely 90s sitcoms or even late 80s from like Cheers to, to you know, Roseanne, Home Improvement, all those things. It was kind of like once a week we'd sit down and watch a couple shows as a family and laugh. And that that's kind of my healing place, I would say, too. Classic 90s sitcoms. I love it. 651-641-1071. What's your pop culture happy place? I can relate to the Roseanne one. I remember I was sick. I think I had the flu a couple years ago um, or some similar uh, affliction. And I, I think I single-handedly watched all of the Roseanne episodes that were available. And I think I sort of like fever dreamed my way through like half of them. But there was just something very soothing about it because, again, Roseanne was one of those shows, even though it's since become uh, controversial because Roseanne is a hot mess. Don't even get me started. But the show itself just, you know, made me, it brought me back to my childhood. Oh, yeah. Well, Roseanne is just a classic sitcom having fever dreams of the couch and the blanket on the back and maybe like the rooster or the chicken from the diner and stuff. So, yeah. <laughs> what was yours, Holly? <laughs> well, I love The Simpsons. Thanks oh, for duh. asking. Yes. Seasons one through nine only, please. I am one of those people. Also, recently. What happens after season nine that turned you off? Aren't there like 80,000 series seasons now? Yeah, but those are the seasons that I have a nostalgic relationship with. Got it. feel like the writing was really particularly sharp during those seasons. Also, on HBO Max, the Looney Tunes archive. Oh, I didn't know that HBO Max had a Looney Tunes archive. Yes. That's fascinating. Yes, and it goes way back. Now, it's not the complete Looney Tune archive, but you get some oh, yeah, class- Half of them, I feel like, are not appropriate to air anymore. Well, that's very <laughs> so true. There's some really controversial, awkward ones. Yeah, the, the awkward ones didn't make the cut. But watching old Looney Tunes, I'm just like, oh, Bugs and Daffy, it's still duck season, rabbit season. They're fighting. It's fine. An anvil drops on somebody's head. Just it just brings a little Somebody's, comfort to the soul. You know, nice. uh, running over the you know uh, at the edge of a cliff and moving their legs, even though they've already <laughs> gone past the edge of the cliff, and they, and they stay don't realize there. it. And then Float they for hold, a second, hold yeah. up the help. Then they sign. look down and then they fall. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we do have some callers, guys. <laughs> oh, if you let's listen. Try yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so Tessa, Tessa's on line one here. How you doing, Tessa? I'm doing well. I am definitely taking from this playbook. Um. Is my DVR set to record Love Boat every Sunday every Sunday night? Absolutely. Oh wow! So is it? It what is it still airing on? It's airing on. Uh, I think it's actually a Hubbard station. It's Me TV. Oh sure, yeah, yeah. nice. We so love Me TV. Every, I think it's Sundays at five, and then I also discovered uh, Designing Women. Oh. When you talk about sitcoms from the nineties, that holds up really well. I oh think. God, I love oh. love Designing Women. Oh. Those are great. Thank you so much for sharing those. I think old-time TV shows, especially... I did go through a period where, um, not The Love Boat, but Fantasy Island, I started watching again. That show is trippy. <laughs> that show does not hold up, but it's so fun to watch. It's like, who was on a... Dr- like, I think they were all on Mushrooms when they wrote episodes of Fantasy Island. It's weird. Wouldn't surprise. All right, we got Ruby. Ruby, how you doing? What's yours? What's your pop culture nostalgia? <laughs> It is Pee Wee's Playhouse. Yay! Love it, love it, love it. <laughs> oh my goodness. All right, so where can you watch that right now? Well, my niece gave me a, a three, no, a five DVD set 
for Christmas one year because she knew I loved it. So now we play for the grandchildren, and they all love Pee Wee's Playhouse, and and we we enjoy it every weekend. We're at the cabin. That's wonderful. Oh. I think that's great. In fact, I was just going to say, I, I, if I remember correctly, it wasn't that, well, it was probably 10 years ago or more now that they came out with like the box set of Pee Wee's uh, Playhouse. And it's such a good show. Yeah. I just watched Pee Wee's Big Adventure over the weekend. And it holds up. Does it really? It's such a great that's movie. There, I mean, there's like a, maybe a few moments where you're like, okay, but for the most part, it's it, it holds up such a comfort film. I did want to correct the record just because I wanted to double check. Hubbard doesn't own MeTV, but I think that it broadcasts on one of our digital channels. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the the KSTP digital channels. So if you have locally some, in the Twin Cities, some bunny yeah. ears, you can yeah. find it. Exactly. We've got another couple calls. Do we have time for them, guys. Let's or? do one. Uh, who's, okay. Who shall be our Lou last is, caller? Lou is our last call. Lou, how you doing, bud? Hi, Bradley. Hi, Holly. I think Holly might like this one. Born in the 50s, child of the 60s, teenager of the 70s, John Paul, George, and Ringo. Oh, yeah. So, okay, so are you watching movies, listening to records? What are you doing? Whenever I get blue and I get down, I just put on the headphones, listen to listen to Abbey Road or Let It Be, even go back to the early stuff. It just puts me in that great place. Oh, Lou, yes. Music is so powerful that way. Thank you, Lou. And thanks to everybody for sharing their happy places. Trust me, we're going to need them. Okay, when we come back, everything's amazing in Kardashian world, and Holly's got all the latest about Rob, because we need to know. We will when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. Oh, yeah, everything's fine. It's amazing. It's great. Mm. That's the sound of Chris Jenner talking about her family, uh, and we'll learn just why in a moment here on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. I'm the Bradley, that's the Holly and the Grant, and today we are bringing you as much laughter, as much distraction as you could possibly want, and uh, we'll be doing it till three, and then of course Lori and Julia will take over. Don't forget that you can listen to our Project Down and Dirty Classic radio drama, you can watch it, thanks to David at First Equity. And, uh, oh, also don't forget to download our app if you haven't, because, Holly, we have listener rewards all month, and they are not nothing. They are something special. They are amazing. You can have the opportunity to win such things. We got gift cards galore, Lunds and Byerly's. I believe there's Ikea, Crispin Green Punch Pizza. We're not messing around. Legit stuff. I could use some Punch Pizza and or um, Crispin Green right now. Oh, yeah. Well, we're not getting that because we have to talk about Kris Jenner. Okay, what? Why is everything amazing for her? Everything Even though her son-in-law just lost his presidential bid. Oh, <laughs> sad. No, Chris Jenner is fine, and so is Rob Kardashian. Oh. Remember the Rob habilitation? It is in full effect. So Chris uh, Jenner was on this podcast. Uh, that is hosted by Cheryl Burke and AJ McLean, who are currently dancing on Dancing with the Stars. Okay. okay. Chris had this to say about Rob. He's amazing. He's so good. He is so good. <laughs> okay. Seems like she's trying real hard to get us to believe anything about Rob Kardashian. Also, why isn't just Rob Kardashian saying he's amazing and good? Thank you. Thank you. Chris Jenner continued. He's just he's just so good. He's such a great dad. He's really amazing. Does she t- <laughs> that's, that's really what, that's what I'm going said. to slap her. Does she um, <laughs> does she um talk about any of his business ventures? Because you know, doesn't he have like a new what was it? Not socks anymore. Hot sauce. Hot sauce. 
he the two of them actually are collaborating on a new hot sauce, right? That's right. Do they mention that? Does she mention that? Well, huh? I don't think it looks like she mentioned okay. any of that. Uh, right. But interesting that Rob Kardashian and Food God are both getting into the hot sauce business. Kardashian started, adjacent hot started. sauce. Now, I warn you, if you are going to buy some of these hot sauces on the internet i'm just worried for you if you if you decide to do anything transactional with chris jenner and rob kardashian but i digress that's all she had to say about rob kardashian he's, funny. he's great which means he's, he's not he's fine. which means they're trying too hard for those of you who haven't been paying as close attention because look i know the world out there is very busy and complicated and you've been doing a lot of things this year but uh we've been following this rob habilitation as holly called it 2.0 where they're trying to bring Rob back from the dead. And by dead, I mean from obscurity after he posted revenge porn from his now ex-wife, Black China, He was sort of forced to go bye-bye in the car car on social media, and she has been trying to bring him back, I think mostly because they wanted to involve him in the show for the last season or something. Yeah. Like... So it's been this weird like attempt to put him out there, even though he never seems to put himself out there. No, he doesn't. Well, one of the reasons is he can't put himself out there because, like you said, Bradley, Rob Kardashian got into some significant trouble for posting revenge porn of his ex-Black China on the Internet. As a result, he can't use Instagram. So when you go to Rob Kardashian's Instagram account, it says very clearly Rob Kardashian does not post to this account. Account is run by Jenner Communications. Which means Chris Jenner. Which absolutely means Chris Jenner. So he can't even really put himself out there in a way that is required by the Kardashian Jenners in 2020 because Bradley, remember, they're not going to have a TV show anymore. That's yeah. going bye bye in the car car. Well, so I think quickly they're trying to give Rob some sort of purpose leave some sort of impression about Rob so that whatever business ventures he is involved in, he's getting some sort of publicity, perhaps. Exactly. Yeah, so his business venture right now is Grande Za Hot Sauce. Grande Za? <laughs> Grande, I, yes, I believe I, I forgot it is. how this was spelled. I, lo- I love how everybody's like getting in the, the alcohol game and making billions, but this guy's like, no, nah, I'm going to go on the hot sauce roll. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it says... Taste excellence, vegan. Oh, that's natural. right. Now I'm looking oh, at it. And I organic. totally remember it. Yeah, you totally remember that. So that's his thing. And also, Chris Jenner is pushing the fact that Rob Kardashian, he's such an amazing dad. It's a little dream. His daughter with Black China. Also, I don't know that I'm alone here, but um, I'm having a hard time accessing the website of the hot sauce. Yeah, it's taking forever to load. Yeah, because I bet, again... (laughs) It's not real. (laughs) Here's the thing with the Kardashian-Jenner situation. There's a lot of smoke and mirrors that is happening here, including but not limited to the hot sauce, because like you, Bradley, I went to the hot sauce's Instagram account, I clicked on the website, and now I can't get it. What that says to... Oh, here it is. We should not buy this. (laughs) Why? What does it say? Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details.
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I mean, I just, you This know, is lies. I just, I don't, I don't want to give my credit card information Yeah, I, I just place. feel like if you order it, it's not arriving. And also if it does, the, the other thing I noticed about this hot sauce business that Rob Kardashian and his mom, Chris Jenner, are trying to get off the ground is that it's not their hot sauce. No. They have clearly bought into somebody's existing hot sauce concept. Um, and, you know, I'm sure it was like Chris Jenner going, honey, I'm going to try to get you started on your own business yeah. and we're going to use some hot, we're going to buy this hot sauce company. <laughs> Because this doesn't look or feel in any way like Rob Kardashian's experience. No, well, neither did his Arthur George sock line. Yeah. I mean, honey, we need to do a business venture with you. I know what the perfect thing's going to be. Socks. Because we're too ashamed of you to allow you to sell any kind of clothing. Well, yeah. And your judgment is clearly um, not the best. Yeah. As evidenced by the fact that you post revenge porn of your child's mother social media thank you when given the opportunity yeah okay okay but he's amazing bradley he's amazing he's, he's fine he's everything's fine everything's fine okay. look over here look at that transformation yeah it's so beautiful um okay when we come back it's time to get into d-bag town which means celebrities behaving badly and we've got a fresh crop of celebrities behaving badly and there's probably a k in one of their names we'll find out who our d-bags of the day are in mere moments when we return right here on the colina bradley show on my talk 1071 i don't care about anything but you dear listeners Thank you so much for showing up for us today. We needed you more than ever. And thanks for listening to the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. The only thing we need more than you, dear listeners, is a fresh crop of celebrity D bags. And oh, do we have them for you? Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Oh, Holly. Holly, Holly, Holly. Bradley, 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 Bradley. I'm going to steal one of your Dirt Alert updates for my D-bag today. Please. Um, her name is Lori Laughlin. Hi. And she's a wreck. <laughs> oh. She's a real wreck today, you guys. Why? Well, because she's in prison. And I mean, who wouldn't be a wreck in prison? Nobody wants to go to prison. Right? Right. But... <laughs> The way you generally avoid that is by not breaking the law, and specifically by trying to pay off people to get your kids a great spot in college, which is exactly what the very privileged, very wealthy and successful Lori Laughlin did, which is what landed her in jail for, what, like two months? Yeah, yeah two, two months. months. And um, we noticed, as you pointed out uh, during the Dirt Alert, that it only has been, a, what, a couple days? A few? No. It's been a week at most. A week at most of Lori Laughlin being behind bars and already she is completely beside herself. She went into prison strong. She had her faith and the support of her family. Yes. But the first few days in the road ahead are daunting. You know, she's tried her best to be brave and look at the end result. 
But there was nothing that could dissipate her fears. Mm. Mm. Her mind keeps mm. telling her that something will go horribly wrong in prison or that she might have to stay longer than they told her she would. What? Okay, first of all, that's a hot mess. You're not going to stay. It's not like they're going to be like, oh, we forgot about you, Lori. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, it's the holidays. Somebody forgot yeah. to let her out. <laughs> like, they left the latch on. Yeah. Sorry. No, it doesn't. No, the criminal justice system doesn't really work like that. No, in fact, she got away with two months. Two months, by the way. <laughs> After, um, uh, and she does have supervised release and 100 hours of community service and a $150,000 fine. But this was because she got a plea deal. Now, I don't know about you, but a plea deal ain't that bad. That means she didn't have to go to trial. Right. And likely had she gone to trial, um, she would have had to face more charges. This way, she only had to plead guilty to one count of conspiracy to commit wire and mail fraud. But she was facing far more time. So I just feel like... If you are a very privileged human being who got caught with your hand in the cookie jar, um, your best play is to be humble, apologetic, and to appear like you're going to do your duty. Because get guess what? There are a lot of people doing a lot more time for a lot less yep. who may mm-hmm. never see the light of day again. Mm-hmm. And so like, I kind of just don't care about her and her sad little two-month stint. No, I don't even have a tiny violin to play with her. <laughs> At this point... And it's one of those things that the source at Us Weekly in this story is like, well, it is only two months, but she's dreading it. So they're trying to get ahead of the fact that it is only two months. Like, they know that this story is... Yeah, that people are like, you still only got two months, lady. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, well, let's play the comparison game. Lori Laughlin is just starting her prison sentence where Felicity Huffman, another celebrity who was charged in the college admission scandal, she's done. She's completely done. She already served her time, did her community service, did it in the way that you were saying, Bradley. There was humility involved with it. There was acknowledgement of wrongdoing. There was being quiet, not being showy with any of the community service. She did her time. She now is free to move about her life in a way that she sees fit. Yeah, and they lucked out. I think, honestly, they got a much better deal. This plea deal was a direct result of the fact that we're in the midst of the, you know, uh, coronavirus pandemic. And, you know, she was low, perhaps, on the list of priorities for, um, you know, legal cases. I just feel like they got, they got, they lucked out. And also, how pathetic and sad is it that (laughs) lucking out was as a result of, you know, the, the pandemic we're all facing it's just it's it's crazy so to see headlines about how she's you know she's having a real hard time with her two months well (laughs) think about all those people who've had to you know like not have a job Mm -hmm. or like live Mm -hmm. exactly now i want to point out before we move on from this story that this exclusive was so shameful to us weekly (laughs) They they didn't even put an author name on it because yeah. no one wanted to be around this stinking, smelly pile of PR poo. PR poo. I like that. Um, and uh, it was probably just Lori Laughlin calling it in from prison with a disguised voice. <laughs> Hello, this is yeah. Lori Laughlin. Yeah. Hi, this is Lori Schmafflin. <laughs> really? Oh, okay. okay. She would have uh, done a great part on uh, Project Identity Classic Radio Drama. Okay, Holly. Who is your... D-bag today. Well, we have a frequent flyer, Bradley. Buckle in. It's Courtney Kardashian. 
Oh boy. Oh God, what is Courtney Kardashian? God, we're like Kardashian D bag heavy today. What's what's the Chloe doing? Well, or Courtney. When the Wait, uni- did you say Chloe or Courtney? I know it's really hard. <laughs> <laughs> Which one could it be today? It's Courtney Kardashian. What's she-, she up to? Oh boy, Bradley. This broke yesterday afternoon. She's delving into the world of conspiracy theories. And she's sharing it on Instagram. Oh, God, oh. why? What do you mean conspiracy theories? Tell me more. I'm all, all... Right. I mean, is it like a celebrity conspiracy theory? No, it's a health conspiracy theory. Oh, no, I don't have time for that. <laughs> okay, so Kourtney Kardashian on her Instagram stories decided to share a photograph with a picture of a disposable mask. It's the one with the blue on the outside and the white on the oh, inside. I wear those Use, all the time. You wear those all the time. I'm wearing one today. They're, they've been used uh, for many years by various medical professionals out and about in the universe, right? Do you know Very why common. I love these? Why? Um, because I have a big head and it doesn't pull my ear. They don't pull my ears forward. Like uh, when I wear those like cloth masks, unless they have the adjustable loop. Yeah, I know you cared. Tug. I just wanted to let you know I really enjoy those. Well, and also a lot of people wear them. Well, Kourtney Kardashian shared a picture of one of those masks on her Instagram story mm-hmm. that had the following caption. Those blue masks mandated at grocery stores and airplanes are made of PTFE, a carcinogen made from synthetic fluoride. According to cancer.org, it increases the risk of liver, testicle, pancreas, kidney, and breast tumors, and ulcerative colitis, thyroid disease, preeclampsia, and high cholesterol what high High cholesterol (laughs) you're not eating them i'm not done yet high exposure can cause influenza like symptoms and hemorrhaging in the lungs leading to suffocation she put this bradley on her instagram stories a woman with Uh, millions of instagram followers no see this is this is insidious like you can have all your celebrity lies, but when you're starting to lie about public health issues, that really gets that chaps my hide. Yeah, and let's remember that Courtney Kardashian is the mm, purveyor of push. dot yes. I feel like she's and she's trying to do a, a a Gwyneth Paltrow here. Yeah, like a, a like a lazy Gwyneth Paltrow by being like. Um, this thing is very unhealthy for you, even though nobody is saying that it's unhealthy. And by nobody, I mean nobody who is a reputable scientist. Thank you. Because if they were, newsflash, they wouldn't be able to sell them, especially in California, because California puts warning labels on water. Yeah, they have a lot of warning labels. Also, we wouldn't (laughs) be wearing them in places that have to do with, oh, I don't know, medicine. The yeah. world, such as yeah. we just we just wouldn't be doing it because if they were, that... <laughs> yeah, I don't know that hospital workers would be putting those on. Yeah, thank you. Uh, now, uh, uh, page six did reach out to a spokesperson uh, from the American Cancer Society, and I'm going to paraphrase what they said: that Courtney is full of BS. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yes, they talked to an actual surgical oncologist. And this person named Dr. William Sands said, along, as a surgical oncologist, I, along with thousands of other colleagues in the healthcare profession, have been wearing masks for years to protect patients from the spread of infections. Thank, thank you. Also, going back to the fact, Bradley, thank you for pointing out the fact. Did Kourtney Kardashian eat that? Well, no, she didn't. But maybe one of the references she was making in that Instagram story was a, a study of uh, Teflon-coated pans, a chemical 
that is in those pans when heated to 500 degrees and ingested might cause some problems. You know, this is one of those things that people do, and I hate when they do them because I love science and I also love being healthy. And I I think it's important to read about things and know things and do better for things. Uh, But as a general rule, if you isolate something that when consumed at like some inordinate level causes an issue, like if if you if you're trying to scare people with that kind of stuff, you're just like I don't have time for you. Yeah. Because what because I'm sure there is like a somewhere s- somebody did a study with like a chemical in those masks that if you fed it like by the ton to rats they would get a tumor. But like for most of us wearing that thing a few times is not going to affect anybody's health. Just like with the Teflon pans. Although cast iron, that's the way to go. Yeah. Well, you're not heating the mask, cooking it to 500 degrees and yeah. eating it. Yeah, exactly. Y- you're, you're just not doing that. Now, I believe Kourtney Kardashian has since erased that post that she made to her Instagram oh, good. stories. Well, at least she's not completely worthless. You know, and it's interesting because if she wants to be the new goop, if she wants to be Gwyneth Paltrow-like, Gwyneth Paltrow has already gone through this pseudoscience ring of fire, and she got fined for putting up false information on goop.com. And she's at least kind of corrected the course a little bit regarding some of her health and science information. Yeah. But Kourtney Kardashian just has no bleeps to give. Yeah. She, well, because they don't have to be responsible. They have tons of money. And they're on TV, man. Yay. America. All right. When we come back, we're going to go to a happier place. I promise. Oh, wait. Actually not. Jeffrey Epstein is in the news again. But actually, it's a little good karma. Yeah, I was going to say, it's kind of cool. Right? Yeah. It's a good thank you, uh, Grant, for pointing that out. So there is hope in the next segment, I promise, right here on My Talk 1071. Uh, it will be May at some point, but right now, it's time to um, talk about Jeffrey Epstein. I'm sorry, you guys, but seriously, stay with me. Stay with us. Okay. It's going to get better. There's a silver lining in here. I promise. I'm with you, buddy. I mean, there who's is. counting silver linings anyway? We need them. Put them in your pocket. Yeah, we haven't had a lot of them lately. Yeah. Let's take what we can get. All right, let's go. So we're going to um, we're gonna have to dig real deep into Jeffrey Epstein in order to find this little bit of good karma, but we've got it. And by the way, good afternoon, and thank you for listening to the Colleen and Bradley Show. We realize you have many places you could be listening to right now, and um, you're choosing to listen to us. So we we will try to not abuse your ears. However, that said, I do want to start with Jeffrey Epstein by saying, um, you may remember that Jeffrey Epstein um, is not with us anymore. No. He has died. Yeah. But before he died, he was a convicted sex offender, super rich, super wealthy, you know, one of the richest people in the country, but also was running a huge sex trafficking ring. Oh, my God. The stories, they just don't stop. And by the way, if you haven't watched Finding Jeffrey, is it Finding Jeffrey Epstein or Losing? Filthy Rich. Filthy Rich? It was Finding Richard Simmons. No, was it? <laughs> no, Filthy Rich. The Jeffrey, yeah. you're talking about the Netflix docu series, right? But isn't there another one called like Finding Leaving Jeffrey Epps? Anyway, Leaving Las Vegas. <laughs> yes. Anyway, Filthy Rich. Go watch it on Netflix now. Jeffrey Epstein is is deceased, however, but there is still sort of this um, landmark to Jeffrey Epstein that exists, and it's the house that played home to a lot of the sexual assault 
that took place. And this home, and here's the silver lining, this home has actually been purchased and is going to be uh, dismantled. So whoever bought it, it's a local real estate developer who says um, he's in a contract to buy Jeffrey Epstein's waterfront estate. Uh, His name is Todd Michael Glazer. Um, And the good news is he bought it or is trying to buy it, but when he secures that property, he's going to knock the house down and build a new one. Yes. Which is no small thing, because I want you to think about just how crazy this is. So this home um, came on the market in July for like $21 million. Um, I'm not sure exactly, because I don't pay for the Wall Street Journal, how much they actually sold this home for. But this, you know, tens of millions of dollar home um, will literally just be obliterated to the ground and he'll build something from the ground up. Um, which is awesome because, like, if you think about it, who wants to be in that home? It's no. Right? No, you don't want to be in that home. And it looks like this is the same home in Palm Beach that is featured in Filthy Rich. So there's a lot of exterior shots of this house. So if you have seen the docuseries, uh, it it will be familiar to you. This developer has done a lot of houses for uh, such uh, people as Hulk Hogan. Oh, I did not know that. Billy Joel, Alex Rodriguez, and Lil Wayne. Fascinating. And now he'll be taking over the creepy mansion and tearing it down, right? Yeah. It would be cathartic, though, just to tear it down, to, to physically remove a part of Jeffrey Epstein's story from this earth. Just yeah. to get rid of it, to, I mean, I hope that they have some, like, just If I were the guy who that. bought it, I would invite all of the women who believe that, um, yeah. or not yep. believe, but all of the women who have alleged that Jeffrey Epstein sexually assaulted them in that home to, like, come light a match or, like, bu- get in the, like... Give them a sledgehammer. Give them yes. a sledgehammer like they do on those ha- renovation shows. <laughs> Just go to or, town. like, put them in a, in a, what do they call those things? Bulldozer. And just, you know, let like them a, like go to Like a caterpillar? Town. Yes. Like a super cat? Just wail on that thing with a big wrecking ball. Oh, that would be so amazing. Well, it looks like the developer of this property, uh, according to sources at the Wall Street Journal, say that he closes on a deal that, and that he and his partners got a discount. Because again... <laughs> well, I'm sure, right? <laughs> because like, who wants that house? Yeah, like who wants to live in that house? Who wants to have anything to do? Who would want their name to be anywhere near the name of Jeffrey Epstein? And even though it's at a discount, let's just ponder a world where somebody feels totally comfortable dropping tens of millions of dollars to like demolish a property and then spend tens of millions of dollars building another home on top. Like, how rich must you be? We're in the wrong business, right? right? <laughs> Very rich. Yes. There's an actual website I know that you can go to and look up your address and see if anybody has died or has been murdered in your home. Oh, God. I have, seems... I'll have to check it out. But I know because I read Did about you do it. that for your home? No, I actually I read about it in an article and I thought it was pretty cool. But yeah, you can now research your home and see the history of it if someone had passed away or or been murdered or suicide by suicide or anything like that in your home, which is creepy. But I'll figure out what it is here. Would you, um, Holly, would you live in a house where somebody had been murdered? I... Maybe, maybe, 
But at the same time, I would probably bring in the Ghostbusters and maybe exercise a home and make sure that any kind of karma or things or yes. what I'm saying is that I'm not sure, but I would want somebody to do some. I would invite people of all <laughs> traditions to come into yes. the home and do the thing that they do in their tradition to remove evil spirits. Yes. 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 Even though I don't practice that tradition and wouldn't feel comfortable doing so myself, I would invite that. That's people fine. of all faiths everyone comes come. in <laughs> and uh yes please well I mean, this is this is some good news you're right bradley because there hasn't been a lot of good news concerning uh the jeffrey epstein case well we really haven't had a lot of news since uh the Ghislaine maxwell depositions were released a couple of weeks yeah. ago and she frankly that that was kind of a dud yeah. as far as i'm concerned so what holly is referencing if you're just joining us by the way we're talking about jeffrey epstein and his previous uh the home where a lot of the sexual assault took place in my miami palm beach palm beach sorry um in palm beach has been sold or uh, is soon is close to being sold and the house will be torn down and another house home rebuilt in its place. Um, There was a story about Ghislaine Maxwell's sort of his right hand woman who's now in jail and awaits trial for her role in the just nefarious goings on that Jeffrey was also involved in. Um, And gosh, how many weeks has it been now? Two weeks since a trove of documents was finally released that was allegedly going to show the sort of depths of Ghislaine Maxwell's depravity and her accountability in some of these crimes that she's being accused of. But the the documents were really kind of a dud. Like, they didn't really reveal much of anything. I mean, it was kind of stuff. What I mean to say is that it's not that um, I'm trying to glorify the sensational, but... Um, we expected to learn more and it was stuff generally that we already knew right well and i think that the anticipation about this Ghislaine Maxwell deposition was that we would be able to see names of powerful people who were involved in this case in a way that we really haven't before on the record in a legal document like this. But when the deposition was released, a lot of those names were redacted. Now people could go back and do the math and and kind of figured out maybe a couple of people who were involved in this. And and that's been one of the, the things about this whole Jeffrey Epstein, Ghislaine Maxwell web of uh, badness is that we are still waiting for powerful people to be held accountable for their roles in all of this. Yeah. And, and we and haven't because and, and frankly, because it happens so rarely yeah. that somebody on a scale of a Jeffrey Epstein is held accountable. And ultimately, he will not be held accountable other than by the great hereafter. Um, because he, you know, was dead before he could be, you know, held accountable for the majority of the crimes that he'd been charged with. Ghislaine Maxwell, we hope, will be held accountable. But again, I, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if people involved have somewhat lessened faith because, you know, when you're rich and powerful and have access to, you know, very high priced lawyers, um, people have a way of sort of skirting um, the justice that should be meted out to them. At least, you know, that we think anyway from watching documentaries and reading a lot of People magazine articles. Mm -hmm. More shall be revealed. And thank you, Holly. Uh, And thank you, Mr. Real Estate Developer, for buying that creepy house and tearing it down. When we come back, we have another question for you on the Colleen and Bradley show. What are we going to watch tonight? 
we might want to distract ourselves from what's going on in the world. And if you do, what should we watch instead? 651-641-1071 will be right. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.